Hello, my randoms. How are you? I hope everyone is having the most amazing day. And if for some reason, my friends, you are not, I pray by the end of this message, you are able to find a sweet spot. All good? All right, come on. Get your supplies. You're going to need a pen and paper, as always. We take notes. You need a snack. Y'all, it's almost the end of summer. Snack away. I mean, healthily, but snack away. Anyhow, bring your friends, because sharing is caring. And come on over here to the corner where we have our most potent conversations on Nina's Random Corner. All right, my friends, I want to uh, talk with you a little bit about some things that has been very heavy on my heart. Um, some things that I have been um, allowing God to stretch and develop me. And a topic that keep on coming up, that keeps coming up, rather it's on um, my storefront or the storefront of my friends and my family, um, is emotions. And I have been studying out of the book of Job, and I want to share with you some reflective things that I am taking into consideration and putting into play into my life. And I hope that they'll be a benefit to you because some of us are out here operating as emotional wrecks. You with me or are you curious? Either way, I know that our emotions be our own stronghold. Did you hear me say that? Let me say it again. Our emotions, my friends, be our own stronghold. Emotions that are unchecked will allow fear. They'll allow doubt, trauma, amongst a host of other things to take root in your life. And then those roots come in and they strangle and kill impartation from God. Now, if you are unsure what I mean by impartation, that just simply put means a gift from God. Now, not all gifts are wrapped up with a bow. Not all gifts, if you look at them in human form, in fleshly eyes, can be understood, my friends. Now, what may be a gift to the spirit may be a gift, I mean, may be a punishment to the flesh. At least it feels like it. Therefore, your flesh will make you believe that you are being punished when very well you being gifted, you being imparted with a gift from the most high. Let, let's let's talk about it. Let's bring your notepad out. This is a whole development lesson. So we're going to Bob Ross this picture out. And um, I pray that you get some benefit at the end because it has totally blessed me. Now watch this. It is time for you, my friends, to check your emotions. Yes, we have all heard this time and time again, and many of us practice it on a regular, but I want to create a different visual for you today. I want you to envision your life, come on, stay with me, like a car ride, okay? You are always on a journey in life every day. Now, depending on your destination, your journey route may look different from person to person, and that's okay. We are not all the same. We are not um, all expected to operate the same. But while you're on this journey, one thing that we all have in common is that we have to all make sure we pack in the necessary supplies so that you are rightly equipped for your journey that you're taking. Rather, it's a long ride or a short ride. Come on, stay with me, y'all. Your emotions will always or should always be in the car as they play an important role in your life's journey. I know y'all like, what is she talking about? Some of y'all like, come on. And some of y'all like, what? But stay with me. 
Fight the resistance to turn away because I'm we about to learn something about each other. Listen, now your job, my friends, is to keep checking your emotions at all times. Just like you check that gas hand, just like you check your oil levels so that you can make sure that they are in the right place and have the right amount of capacity um, to be able to handle different situations, altercations, hiccups, different trials and tribulations um, that take place in your life. Like, like, for example, watch this. When my fight or flight kicks in, typically my emotions are in the front seat. They are because the majority of the time I got to kind of be quick. And even though I don't want to act impulsively, fight or flight, my emotions play a big part in it. That's, that's just what it is. And, and most of us can understand that. But watch this. Any other time, I try to make sure that my emotions are mostly, watch this, in the back seat, sometimes even in the trunk. Why, you ask? Because your emotions should never drive. Because your emotions will always feed your flesh. And your flesh will always go against your spirit. Watch this. Watch this. Fleshly emotions will limit your driving visibility and reroute your journey so many times, my friends, that you may lose sight of your final destination. Stay with me. But by checking your emotions, a.k.a. checking your flesh, you will ensure, friends, that your car ride will be more intentional, it'll be more purposeful, and you will have efficiency in your fuel usage. Let me, let me break this down for you a little bit. Not only do you need to check your own emotions, but I want to make sure that you check your passengers as well. I, I know y'all like what the hell she's talking about. Yes, I did say H-E-double-L hockey stick because even in my studies, I was like, God, what are you telling me? What are you saying to me? What I know is that emotions are coming up and being a stronghold. Remember I said that? Because I was checking so many different things in my life, but I kept letting my emotions come up and, and, and kick in. And work out more than my logic. My emotions and my logic don't always line up with each other. Because I, I, I lean on the logic and the understanding and the wisdom of God. My emotions play off the feelings of my flesh. You can see right there where they work contradictory against each other. Okay, so I told you I was reading the book of Job. I am going to encourage you, my friends, to get into Job. More specifically today, I'm talking about Job 9 through 14. Okay, Job has some friends, okay, and his friends was a trip. I know y'all, we all battle with friends and friendships, um, but Job's friends had a bunch of emotions, and, and, and they was unchecked. And their emotions gave a bunch of horrible advice with good intentions. Did y'all hear what I just said? Watch this. Be mindful and watchful of your good intentional but, but horrible advice given friends. Okay? Because as my apostle said last week, 
it's time for us to uh, tend to our garden. It's time for us to pull some of our weeds. Some of your friends are very weedy. Watch this. <laughs> Job's had a friend, and his friend was called... Um, oh, my goodness. I want to make sure I don't say it wrong, y'all. Um, his friend was called uh, Zappafair. 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 Y'all know I don't edit, so I'm trying to make sure I got it right in my mind so I don't be on here and have the scholars trying to come after me. So I'm trying to look real fast in my word and make sure I was saying it right. But I'm almost for certain that I'm in the right vein. Yeah, Zol Zopafar. Zopafar. Whatever. Y'all, listen. Listen. Joe's friend was basically like trying to use logic and God in the same place, like fleshly logic. Well, oh, if you're going through this, if you're doing this, then you must have did this because God do this and God do that. You will have friends that will come and try to use logic, try to use godly logic at that and reason with you about your life. But I want you to stand fast on what God promised you. I want you to stand fast on what God has said to you. I want you to know that no matter what your dry season look like, that God can bring life to those, um, to, uh, to, to, to dry bones. Never lose hope or hold of your promise. Because in, in, in Job 14, 7 through 9, Job reminded us that, that for there is hope for a tree that is cut down, that it'll sprout again, right? That there, um, that there is roots that may grow old in the earth, that its stump may die in the ground, but the sin of water will bring it to bud. Job is reminding us. That no matter what our friends is saying, no matter what, what, what our emotions try to tell us, that you never lose hope. You never lose sight of God's promises. Don't let advice givers, don't let your unchecked emotions pull you into a place where you start to doubt God. Don't let dry seasons make you think that you don't have to tend to your garden, my friends. Even in your driest season, you still need to give God praise. You need to still say to God, God, I know your promises. God, I understand what you have said to me and I believe your word. So I'm coming to you and I'm asking for you to give me understanding and comfort because even if you don't hear me now, I still trust you. Even if you don't answer me now, I still trust you. Even if I don't see your plan, I still trust you. Do not let the trials and tribulations of your life come in and bring doubt to the promise that God has given you. Do not let your emotions get in the front seat of your car and start driving you around. You're going to get lost, my friends. You're going to end up in a place where God didn't intend you to be. Don't let your friends come along and naysay along and try to reason with you because they lack the knowledge of understanding God's unwavering hand. Our God does not operate on logic that we can understand. Okay, so just because you believe, just because you've experienced, just because you've seen it, we've learned time and time again in Job that God does not work the way we believe he does. 
What we can know that is God's word will always stand true. God promises will always stand true. God never promised us that we would always understand and know how he's moving. What he promised us is that he will always be with us and he will always win. And when, as long as we are attached to him, we will always be victorious. Your emotions will have you out here detaching yourself from that promise. So I challenge you, my friends. I urge you, my friends, to get back into the promises of God, to eliminate the people that are around you, to eliminate your own voice if it is creating doubt in you. In your driest season, God can still bring life to dry bones. I pray that this blessed you. I know that it was full of um, what can seem like um, analogies or metaphors. Nothing is straightforward in here. But I hope that in the end it all rounded up for you. Because this is the thing. We are emotional. We are emotional. And we can never allow those emotions to get in the way of God's promise. Check your emotions. Check your emotions. Your emotions is taking you to lies. Your emotion is taking you to um, um, the scenic route. This world is ugly. You don't need to see the, the scenic route. You done seen it. Go on straight to the cross, my friends. I got friends out here talking about they are chasing knowledge of the great ancestors and they're tra they want to go learn more about the African and, and, and all of that is good. That's good. But that's unchecked emotion. That's unchecked emotion. That's a tinter tantrum of your emotion. You in a dry season. You ain't getting what you want. You ain't hearing what you hear. So you said, let me go out and check something else. Maybe it's somewhere else. Your knowledge is where your knowledge is. God's promise is where God's promise is. I got friends that's going out here talking about they don't know if they even believe in religion anymore. The church is tearing them away. You are the church, my friend. Seek in yourself. What is tearing you away from God? Don't you allow no unchecked emotions of people around you to come in and to tear you from the promise that's it i could go on all day i'm gonna be done because that's that was my me speaking encouragement into myself god has promised me some things god has revealed some things in my life and i grab hold to them and i have people that come around and and even myself and when i say people i'm gonna say my the own the people that i allow to be in my head we all got people the voices <laughs> i digress but they come in and it tries to reason with the promise that God has put. And I'm, I'm learning to not reason with God's promise. I'm learning to rejoice and to celebrate it. I'm learning for the thing to, to lean in and say, God, what I don't understand, give me that knowledge. I know what your promise is. Job taught us in Job that it's okay to go to God and say, God, I know what your word says. I know what your word says. And this is not it. I am, I'm upholding your word, God. You, I know what you told me. I know what you promised me. I know what you said to me. And God, this ain't it. What, what, what's happening, God? What's going on? Tell me, God. I don't feel like Job was questioning him. I feel like God, Job was going and standing on what God's word said. He said, God, God this is what your word said. This is what it said. I still believe in your promise. Give me comfort in this time. I still believe, but help me understand what is happening. But you don't go. To, he took it to God. He didn't take it to his friends because his friends was unable 
to comprehend the mind of God. They had their emotions unchecked. I don't know. I'm 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 gonna leave it there. I just feel so much in that. But I I pray that this helps somebody. I pray that somebody at this moment is sitting down and saying, God, you know, where is my emotions and where have I driven myself and help me get back on my right destination? God, I'm unchecked in this moment. God, I'm off path in this moment. God, I I I need your assistance in this moment. You know, and then go into your friends and let them know I appreciate your good intentions. But that ain't what God said. And it's okay. I love you guys. All right. I love you. If you follow me, um, thank you. If you do not follow me, check me out, you guys. I am on um, Instagram, Motivated by Nina. I am on Facebook, Nina Lewis. And um, share this with a friend because sharing is caring. And I pray I see you all next week. Have a good day.